yet another talk about longevity on my show. I love it. In this episode, I bring on naturopathic doctor, Dr. Anthony Balducci, and we go into all his ideas of how to combat inflammation, enhancing blood flow, and just acknowledging the efficiency of doing shorter, more frequent workouts as part of your overall movement strategy throughout the week. He explains how important that is to help us in our aging process, especially being over 40. So if you're interested, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part two of three of an interview I did with Dr. Anthony Balducci from the Fit Father Project. If you'd like to catch up, just go back an episode. Well, Dr. Balducci, we want to kind of transition into longevity. I've been in big into that for the like the last year, um, talking to a lot of different experts and stuff like that. What what is your thoughts on that? Of things that we need to change being over forty. Now, if we are all, if my audience is on that track, mind seeing if we can crack a hundred and. Not just worrying about our physical bodies, our mental state, our blood work. What are some of the topics that you talk about? For sure. And I think this is now we're going to get into the philosophy of like why bodies break down and what we need to do to keep them like functioning well. If we look at the things that kill most people early, let's just say in the 60s, 70s, and 80s might even be considered early as we move into the future, but it's typically heart disease, it's cancer, and then maybe some infectious diseases and, and falls and breaks and stuff like that. So to get into that, like effectively, we need to manage inflammation and we need to have an anti-inflammatory effect in the body. And the main source of inflammation is the food that we eat. Mm -hmm. Food can be healing or food can be basically be killing us. And this can be lots of sugary foods. This could be processed foods with bad fats in them. But just understand, we have a general sense of what healthy anti-inflammatory foods might be like fruits, certain fruits, vegetables, wild salmon, eggs, like non-processed stuff that you get on the perimeter of the grocery store versus refined carbohydrates, snack foods, sugary foods, interior of the aisles, fried foods, all the stuff that we, we know is not good for us. So first and foremost, having an anti-inflammatory diet is key for longevity because what happens is when you have inflammation in the body, the immune system responds. And this often means laying down plaques in the arteries, stiffening things up. And the process of getting older is a process of dehydrating, getting more stiff. We experience this in the joints and in the spine, but we also experience it in the arteries themselves. The arteries become stiff. They become calcified when there's a lot of inflammation. And then what happens then is we get decreased blood flow to all these vital organs. The brain gets less blood flow. And then we get it decreases in memory. We get dementia, Alzheimer's, and the plaques are laid down. When the heart gets less blood flow, and then eventually if people get like very hard in arteries with lots of plaques, we get heart attacks. And if those plaques break off, we have strokes. When there's high sugar in the blood all the time, we have a depressed immune system. This can lead to prediabetes, diabetes, metabolic issues, and then ultimately infections and stuff like this. What do we need to focus on when it comes to longevity? Well, I think a couple things. One, eating an anti-inflammatory diet is key. This requires good hydration, getting all those crap bad foods that we intuitively know out of the diet, and then understanding now why it's not just, oh, I'm just having a little bit of ice cream or something like this after dinner. Like The stakes are a little bit higher. It is actually the fact that you're creating a certain state in the body. We also know that in terms of markers and stuff you can measure, that your long-term glucose control so can be measured by a blood test like an HbA1c. There's mm -hmm. different tests that can test insulin sensitivity. This is going to be one of your greatest predictors of metabolic health and longevity. You want to be insulin sensitive with stable blood sugar. Like sugar, as we know, when we eat it, is sticky. 
And ultimately, when sugar kind of moves throughout the body, it, it, it binds to things. And we call that the process of glycation. And we're going to hear a lot more about these things called advanced glycation end products, AGEs. These are like compounds where sugar basically sticks to different kinds of protein structures in the body, and it literally ages us. So I think there's some irony in what the name actually is. When these are in the brain, they can cause inflammation. When they're in the heart and the arteries, they can cause inflammation. And then the immune system responds. So we want to make sure that we have stable blood sugar. And there's many ways people are accomplishing this today. Some people are like, only follow keto carnivore and never really eat sugar and keep the insulin, the sugar is really low. And look, that's a strategy that could work. In my opinion, it's definitely not necessary. I think people after 40 should be lowering their carbohydrates, making sure that the sources of carbohydrates that they're eating are very clean and not eating too many carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. But you can still have some blueberries. You can still have some sweet potatoes and some rice and some quinoa on occasion and then still have a healthy kind of system. But you definitely want to scale back on the carbohydrates increase the proteins and the healthy fats, and get some anti-inflammatory nutrients in there. Your omega-3s from the cold water fatty fish, maybe some spices like turmeric and curcumin are very good. Ginger is very good. So create an anti-inflammatory state in the body. Now, also, this is a game of blood flow, right? I mean, mm -hmm. blood flow carries the oxygen and all the vital nutrients to all of our tissues. So from longevity perspective, this is actually why it's super key to be doing exercise. And I think there's a couple of zones of exercise that you want to be working in. You want to be working in the lower intensity cardiovascular zone, which people often call zone two, which is like light cardiovascular activity. We're taking a brisk walk. We're breathing through our nose. We're just doing like cardio. And it doesn't even have to feel like exercise. It could feel like play, like taking a hike, getting outside with your family, but getting yourself breathing and your heart pumping. This is so good for your neurotransmitters and getting all that circulation going. And then the higher intensity zone five work is where you're doing like circuit training with weights. You're doing high intensity interval training cardio. You want to be doing that around two to three times per week, sprinkled in as pulses. And these workouts don't need to be long. We want to make sure that heart is getting both that lower intensity stuff to increase the blood flow, the higher intensity to increase overall aerobic capacity and VO2 max, because blood flow is everything. It carries all the, the vitality to our bodies. So we got to optimize that. Now we get into the discussion about nitric oxide too, which is this really important signaling gas. It's a nitrogen oxygen together. The inside of our blood vessels, the endothelium produces nitric oxide and it, it vasodilates our system and allows us to have good blood flow. Well, there's lots of things that increase nitric oxide. Exercise certainly does. Breathing through your nose certainly does. The bacteria on the back of your tongue do. So if you're using a lot of mouthwash and stuff like this, they've shown that it kills the bacteria in the back of your mouth and prevents you from producing nitric oxide. So we need to optimize blood flow and nitric oxide as we age. So eating foods with nitrates like arugula, some of the dark green leafy vegetables, beets have them as well, as well as exercise is key for the nitric oxide. And I know that was quite a bit, so we'll pause there. I definitely have some other things to share on the longevity front too, but I'll take a breath and I'm yeah. sure you have some comments. Yeah, so my whole thing being over 40 myself, it was just the concept of just how important movement is. Working real hard in the gym for an hour and a half, two hours for some people and then stopping and then that's it for the rest of the day. I'm seeing my results start plummeting being over 40 and having to adopt the new philosophy of doing shorter workouts like you mentioned work smarter not harder make sure they're efficient but doing other things throughout the day like walking just to get that yep. blood flow moving and yep. then all of a sudden i'm seeing results again but that's telling you you can't just do it all in one session you know, we are meant to move so that's super important and i've seen it happen on my own body so that's one thing and then for diet i think every expert across the field agrees processed food bad 
more healthy green leafy vegetables, good organic if you can. And yep. my thing is eat real foods, process yep. stuff out unless yep. you're cheating a little bit. And then I did an episode on my podcast where I talked about the dirty dozen where if you yep. can't go full organic because it is expensive going to mm -hmm. like sprouts and but just finding out what the worst ones are in your area and that dirty dozen website will tell you like yep. the worst fruits and vegetables with the most pesticides. And if you want to just help yourself out, just eat a little bit cleaner on there. But these are just things to, to start worrying about being over 40 and like you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. You're absolutely right. And I'll say to, on the pesticide thing, like we just do know that our digestive health, our gut health is just so key. It's like the, it's the interface between the foods that we eat. And when it first meets our body, it's meeting our body in our GI tract, which is lined with all these immune cells, lined with our probiotics that help us produce all these beneficial secondary compounds that are good for our mental health the tone of our nervous system. So if there's a main food that you're eating all the time, like let's say that your family's getting a lot of, you guys have a kind of bread that you eat or a kind of fruit that you eat or vegetable that you eat, get your main slot in things to be organic if possible. You definitely want to look up the foods that are sprayed heaviest in the bad pesticides like glyphosate. We know that's on a lot of the wheat products, atrazine, which is on a lot of the corn, the soy and the rice products. These things are nasty. You definitely don't want those in their life. And that's the cool thing about looking up the Clean 15 is there's things like bananas or melons that have thick skins that the pesticide's not getting into. And you could buy that potentially non-organic, but I'm a big believer in organic, certainly when possible, if, if not. Can. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, farmer's markets and stuff like that is, is great. So the nutrition is really good. The other thing is, look, when we're looking at longevity, it's, it's not just like we have a Western bias of thinking like it's doing, what can I do? What supplement can I take? What workout can I do? And, and frankly, like the lifespan that we do have is largely determined by how much stress we have and what state our nervous system is in, right? Yep. We have two branches of the nervous system. We have the sympathetic, which is the engaged, who often referred to as fight or flight, gets us going. When we're doing high intensity exercise, the sympathetic nervous system is going. And then we have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest, relax. The heart gets to calm down. The digestive system turns on. Blood flow opens up. And we're just not working as hard, but these vital processes are happening. We want to be in parasympathetic almost most of the time. Mm. Besides the times when we need to engage the sympathetic nervous system, it's like your lifespan. Like imagine if you were like burning a wick and, and if you were constantly needing to burn it as fast and as hard as possible, you're going to burn that wick a lot faster. The longest living people around the planet, the centenarians, they eat natural diets. They spend lots of time outside. They don't necessarily do P90X, but they do garden and hike and move a lot. And they keep their nervous systems in a parasympathetic state. So if you're constantly stressed all the time, and which means oftentimes you're not sleeping well, you don't have a good grasp on a lot of your mental emotional world, which is just as important in this discussion, and you're always keyed up, you're literally like tapping into your lifeline. So stress is massive. And this is also why they show that practices like prayer and meditation can have a phenomenal benefit on the mind in the brain, I should say, too, the brain structure itself. You get more of this white matter, your memory improves, stress levels go down, time outside in nature. So walking and breathing through your nose and getting some natural sunshine, essential. And then also looking at some of your habits and patterns mentally. And this could be stuff that you developed over a lifetime of reactive responses to things, how you're relating to people in your family. Like this discussion is just as tied into longevity because what we know from this kind of fancy word of the field of psychoneuroimmunes, how we think and feel is literally influencing how our actual genes are being transcribed and turning on and off. It's the process of epigenetics. So when we're in a stress state, we are literally, our cells are then producing different set of proteins 
from our genetic material. And those proteins are oftentimes inflammatory. They're often coming from a place of the body is like, oh, oh God, something bad's happening. Let's create a different physiology for that. And you want to be in a relaxed state to live a long time. This also brings me to my point of reconnecting to nature. You want to live a long time, you need to get outside. You need to get connected with the circadian rhythm of the sun. Certainly for the vitamin D. We all know the vitamin D levels are so important for your immune system and your hormonal health, but I think it's more than that. Actually, I know it's more than that. When we're connected to the natural circadian rhythm cycles, we get these neurotransmitters are released in our brain that help us feel good and we sleep better, and we just feel like less stress and, and more connected. It's just so research proven. You get outside and you look at some green stuff, you walk around, you breathe through your nose, your parasympathetic nervous system tone goes up dramatically. So got to reconnect to that stuff, which often means doing the converse of getting rid of some of the technology at night and getting them into a more natural rhythm. That stuff's keeping you in a constantly stressed state. It's a tool, but I think it's also causing us to like to rule our lives. And this is the perfect storm that we have right now. We have stressed people eating inflammatory foods, doing periodic bouts of weekend warrior exercise, but not moving enough all the time, disconnected with circadian rhythms, not happy with themselves internally. And no wonder why we're experiencing all this heart disease, this cancer and this stuff. We're just out of natural rhythms. These weren't exactly major problems like 150 to 200 years ago. We died for different reasons. We died because we got some kind of crazy infection, not because we had low-grade heart disease, or it's estimated that 50% of people over 40 may have cancer in their lifetimes by in like 15 years. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. This is because of how we're living, right? So we need to really look at that deeply and holistically. Yeah. And, and while you're saying all that stuff and kind of painting that picture, just in my own mind, like how many people I know that are still like having those issues and sure. they're eating terrible, not getting outside, they're stressed, workaholics. So it's definitely something to work on and audiences listening to us are already in like the motion of taking care of themselves. But I just want to put out there too, like I always uh, preach to at least my clients and my audience, pick pick something that we talked about today that, ooh, that really struck home for yeah. me that like I never get outside. Don't worry about anything else. You can come back to it. Just everything is about building healthy habits slowly because if you just go wham, try to attack everything at every angle, it's you're just not going to stick to it. If you'd like a little bit of help checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you for listening. And I just wanted to put out there, if anyone has any questions about dieting, working out, supplements, fasting, you know, I can go on and on with all the different topics on this show. Please check out my show notes for my email or check out my website contact page and let me know what your question is. And I'll do a whole episode about it. One of the funnest parts of training clients is, you know, everyone's different, has different issues. There's always that one thing that kind of catches me off guard and I might actually have to do a little research for it, but I love playing that personal trainer detective. So please reach out if you have something and thanks for listening.